Mustari, we spoke about one very simple, very effective way of bringing barkat in our ilm, barkat in our work. As discussed yesterday, that sometimes these things are so simple that we get deceived into thinking that because of its simplicity, there might be nothing much in it, whereas there's a lot in it. Likewise, there's another simple prescription his adherence to the sunnah and the extent of emphasis he used to place on the sunnah was proverbial people used to hear his name and this used to be the same moment this would come to mind the importance of sunnah and he was a person very very firm on this so he gives one prescription that a person who practices on these three things very simple things practices on these three things, his experience is explaining. Now these things are based on experience and the experience is something that you cannot argue with because experience is something that is within the limits of Shariat obviously. Experience is experience. There is no manjarrabal mujarrab nadama. It's like a person trying to reinvent the wheel. What is going to be the end result of a person trying to reinvent the wheel? He's going to get nowhere, he'll have to come back to the wheel. So likewise, something that has been experienced by the Ahlullah, then that's something to just take wholeheartedly. So you see, this is his experience that those who were, for example, missing their Salah with Jama'ah. So now they're not giving much importance to it, not showing the amount of concern necessary, and as a result, the Namaz with Jama'ah was getting missed. He says there were some not even performing the Salah on time, meaning it was becoming Qaza because of neglect. And they took on to this prescription very firmly, Alhamdulillah, all that fell into place. This is his experience, that those who practice on this very diligently, then all the other things that are of greater importance fall into place and numerous sunnahs also fall into place. Now, what are the three things he prescribed? First thing is making salam common. Outwardly to us, where is the link between salam and salah with jama'ah? Where is the link between salam and a person who is missing his salah completely and now this becomes a means to that, we can't see the link. But those who have that spiritual insight, they are telling us, so we need to, the experience of somebody is worth of, worthy of taking note of it. So number one he says, salam, making salam common. And unfortunately this is something dying out. Let alone elsewhere, even in an environment like a madrasa, where everybody is acquiring ilm, we should be the ones who are the first people to practice on these things, we'll find that we'll pass numerous, our students, our colleagues, our friends, we'll pass maybe some younger than us, sometimes we'll pass ustaz also too. But salam is something that is, either we'll make that salam so softly that only the angels will hear. The angels maybe they are replying, but the purpose is to make salam to one another. Afshus salam abaynakum. The angels, they are already beyond that. So we need to bring this alive. Nabi didn't just say make salam, afshus salam, make it common, spread it. So the first prescription he gives is making salam common. The second prescription that to practice on the sunnah of when climbing somewhere, when ascending something to recite Allahu Akbar, when descending to recite Subhanallah. So on the flight of steps also, if just two, three times a person climbing up recited Allahu Akbar, coming down two, three times of that whole flight of steps recited Subhanallah, so he's practicing on this. So the 
how simple is this? How much time it takes? Does it require setting aside any amount of time for it? Nothing. Salam, person is passing somebody, he makes salam, what effort it took. But this is where shaitan then comes and puts his deception in between and either makes a person forget or doesn't give it importance. So this was the first thing was salam. The second thing was this Allahu Akbar and when descending, subhanallah. And the third thing is in terms of which foot is placed first. Now this is generally confined in our minds to the masjid, that we're entering the masjid with the right foot, leaving with the left foot, or when toilet now entering with the left foot, leaving with the right foot. But in every situation where a person is entering into a place which is of a better, of a higher category, he's entering into a place of a higher category, he'll enter with the right foot. He's leaving from there to a place of a lower category, leave with the left foot. So now a person entering his classroom now. The classroom is a place of ilm. He enter with the right foot. He's leaving the classroom, he's leaving and he's coming out into a place that is of a lesser category. So he'll leave with the left foot. He's entering his home, he'll enter with the right foot. He's leaving, he'll leave with the left foot. So together with the masjid obviously, all these... Now this is a simple thing, what does, does it take? His experience is a person brings his three things very diligently in his life. Inshallah all the other things will start falling into place. So these are the simple things, there's nothing, no time, no effort, no money required in it. There's no big deal about it. But it just requires a little bit of concern, a little bit of consciousness, a little bit of awareness. And the little awareness and consciousness will bring these few things. Inshallah all the other things we'll find slowly but surely coming to our lives. Allah Ta'ala